hey, welcome back to the Drum Mantra Podcast, episode 78. When you're in the practice room, are you focused on a song, an exercise, learning a groove? Do you feel like your practice is efficient and effective? Is it possible to focus on more than one thing at a time and have a cross-training experience in your practice? I think so. Let's discuss. I think one of the biggest mysteries in the practice room is knowing not only what to work on, but how to work on it. And the how is a very important aspect because the how allows you to go deeper with whatever it is that you're working on. You can pick any exercise, and as long as you're doing it with the right mental state and the right perspective, you can cross-train your practice experience and get a lot more out of it than you would if you were just working on an exercise for that exercise's sake. Now, when I say a mental exercise, that is a huge part of practice. Being able to focus, understanding that there's more going on than what meets the eye, so to speak. So when you're working on an exercise, you can be working on your time, your coordination, and your groove, for instance, all at the same time. Of course, if you're working on your time, you're playing with a metronome. If you're working on your coordination, you're thinking about the motions of the body while you're working on that exercise. And your groove is coming from getting comfortable with that exercise. Now that's a key term right there, being comfortable. The only way to get comfortable with any exercise is to play it for long enough to start to develop what's called muscle memory. Muscle memory starts to happen when you've repeated an exercise over and over and over and your body starts to learn the motions, learns the coordination, learns the independence of the motions that the rhythm and the exercise are asking you for. So when you're practicing something and say it's, it might seem simple, you need to go into a deeper state of awareness and start understanding that you aren't just working on what's on the page. You could play four quarter notes over and over and over again and your mind's going to say, oh, I can do that, that's, that's beneath me, or I've already learned that, and that's boring. But when you look at four quarter notes and you think about, are my hands coming the same height every time? Is everything fluid? Am I relaxed? Am I breathing? Is, is, my, is it consistent? Is the level of the, is the sound consistent? Is the rest of my body relaxed? Am I sitting straight? Am I balanced in my throne? There's so many different things that start to allow you to cross-train anything that you're working on and develop a lot of things. Because you could be playing an exercise for 10 minutes and be checked out, or you could be playing that same exercise for 10 minutes and be completely focused. And when you're completely focused, you're going to leave that practice session with a lot more understanding of what potentially just happened. You can analyze the, the things that I just named, your movements, your relaxation, your concentration, your accuracy, all these things. Once you start to, to pinpoint these ideas, then whatever exercise you're working on becomes much greater. And then you start to realize it's not what you're working on, it's how you're working on it. It's how you're perceiving it. The drum mantra is based in rhythmic repetition. It's based in rhythmic repetition because 
I want you to develop muscle memory so your body is able to express itself without any hindrance of coordination, of time, of movement. Rhythmic repetition. Rhythm, drums, repetition, mantra. Rhythmic repetition is drum mantra. So I'm going to go ahead and play you an exercise that I just posted on YouTube, on the Drum Mantra YouTube channel. And you're welcome to go over there and watch it. Uh, there will be music examples written out. So I, I, I'm doing the podcast, so if you're driving, you could be listening to this lesson. But make sure if you want to see the exercise. And more importantly, and I've been trying to drive this point home because I'm guilty of it and I'm sure everyone is. When you watch a drum video on YouTube, you may be inspired. It may even motivate you. But if you don't get into the practice room and actually move your limbs, you are not going to improve. So you could watch whatever video. It's not going to change your playing. It might change the way you think for a little while or the way that you perceive something. But it's not going to change the way you play until you sit down and physically do it. And all the drum, drum mantra exercises require you, if you're willing, and you should be, to play along with the exercise. Because the exercises are designed to be played for a length of time that helps you start to develop muscle memory. As you will see in this lesson coming up, there is a performance style of playing the exercises. It's five different, pretty simple groove exercises but the way that they're put together and the way that you have to perform them is where the muscle memory comes in. And the muscle memory is just one level of this. What we're really doing is we're dealing with our mind, our ability to concentrate. When we're doing something simple, our mind says, oh, I don't have to pay, pay attention to this. I can be thinking about other things. I'll go into autopilot. My body knows how to do the movements and I can think about what I'm going to have for lunch later today. This is what the training is all about. It's almost not even about the drumming as much as it is training the mind. Training ourselves to focus and be in the moment. And the only way to satisfy the mind's need to have a lot of stuff to think about and to concentrate on is to trick the mind. And one way to trick the mind, what I've discovered, the greatest way to do it, is to have your drum exercise be related and associated to music. Music will allow the mind to be taken on a ride and enjoy itself in the music while the body is doing the work it needs to do to, to develop the muscle memory. So everything is more about how well we can concentrate, how well we can train our mind to focus for long enough to let our bodies do the work that needs to be done. Because when we're playing in a creative situation and we want to express ourselves, our mind might say, I think that this is what I want to hear happen. Or our emotional state might say, this is what I feel should be happening in the moment of music. And now the next step is the body has to be able to do it, to express it. All this stuff happens at lightning speed. So the, the more we can eliminate how long it takes to process an idea or an emotion into the movement of the body, the better, the more musical we can be. 
the more in the moment we can be in the music, in the zone of the music. So remember when you're practicing, it is a mental focus that is the thing that's going to allow you to go deeper with your practice and to understand that every exercise is a cross-training exercise. So in this example of the exercise we're about to play, we're going to be focusing on time, coordination, and groove. Rhythmic repetition to build muscle memory, and you have to be able to pay attention to exactly where you are in the exercise or you'll get lost. Simple as that. So you are all of a sudden fully encapsulated in this exercise. Please go home, go to the studio, wherever you practice, and play along and see if you can do it. And if you can't, that should be a sign that that's something you need to work on and do it until you can. Seriously, if you're going to get better, you have to be able to do whatever it is you're trying well. You can't just skim through it and think that it's going to be better when you get on through the bandstand. If you can't play a groove in the practice room for five minutes without any flaws, how do you expect that you're going to be able to do that on a gig? Every song is five minutes long at least. So you've got to have that consistency. You have to have that muscle memory and you have to have that mental sharpness to be able to concentrate long enough to maintain the gig, maintain the groove. So I want you to really think about that while you listen to this exercise and in the future. And really, it applies to everything in life. I mean, the more you can concentrate and the more you can focus on the moment, the more aware you are of everything that's going on around you. Okay, enough of that, enough of my blabbing. I'm going to go ahead and play you the uh, new video on YouTube, the Drum Mantra Groove Meditation Number 3 Exercise. Enjoy. Hey, hey, welcome to the Drum Mantra YouTube channel. Thank you so much for stopping by. I have a fun exercise for you today. It's simple, it's challenging, it's rooted in groove, and we're going to take a look at just some simple accent permutations. Now, the whole thing is based in rhythmic repetition. So what we want to do is repeat these exercises for an extended amount of time. That way you start to develop muscle memory. When you have muscle memory, your body is able to express itself. It's able to express what you're thinking, what you're feeling. So doing an exercise for long enough where your body can start to learn the motions, that's the whole secret, muscle memory. That comes from rhythmic repetition. Drum mantra is rhythmic repetition. Rhythm, drum, repetition, mantra. Rhythmic repetition, drum, mantra. Okay, so let's get into this. This is in 4-4 four, four time. The groove is quite simple. It's kind of the money beat, but we're playing eighth notes with the left foot. We're playing two and four on the snare drum, and we're playing all four quarter notes on the bass drum. Very simple, money beat, except we're not playing the hi-hat with our right hand. We're playing the hi-hat by stomping our left foot. That is the groove for the entire series of exercises. The right hand on the cymbal is what is going to be doing the accent permutations. So we have five different degrees of accent permutation today. We're going to play the downbeats, and then we're going to play the E's, and then we're going to play the ands, and then we're going to play the uhs, and then we're going to play a five note grouping on top of the 4-4 groove. So it's a, the music that is the play along is a five measure long phrase. And ultimately in the big exercise, we're gonna play each five measure long phrase four times. So that's a 20 measure long experience with each different accent permutation. But it gets even more 
complex than that. Not complex, but there's more involved in it. So let's just take a look at the grooves on their own, and then we're gonna put them all together at the end. So the first one is simply quarter notes on the crash cymbal, on the, on the crasher, right there, and quarter notes on the bass drum, two and four on the snare drum, eighth notes on the hi-hat. We're gonna play one cycle of this phrase, so it's a five measure long phrase. Okay, here we go. Okay, great. Now that you have that happening, we're going to move the right hand over by 1 16th note to the E. 1 E and a, 2 E and a. Okay? The same five measure long phrase, and the groove is the exact same. Here we go. Let's check it out. Okay, great. Hopefully you're doing these with me or you're practicing them on your own. If you've never played E's on a ride cymbal or done E's or syncopated notes with your right hand, it might be a little bit awkward at first. Do it a bunch, rhythmic repetition, build that muscle memory. Okay, let's go to the ands now on the crasher. Here we go. Okay, cool. Now, finally, we're going to move the right hand to the uhs. 1 E and uh, 2 E and uh, 3 E and uh, 4 E and uh. Everything else is the same. Just the five measure long phrase just to get a sample of what this thing is like. Okay, here we go. Okay, great. Now the grand finale of this thing is the five note grouping on top of the 4-4 groove. Now this is a five measure long phrase, and that is why it's a five measure long phrase. It's written to be able to accommodate playing every fifth sixteenth note with the right hand. Every fifth sixteenth note is downbeat, the E of the next beat, the and of the next beat, the uh of the next beat, and then a quarter note rest, and then it starts over again. It's a five beat long phrase, but to make it fit over a four beat long measure, you have to play five measures of it to, for it to resolve. Okay, I want you to just take a listen, take a look, think about it, and then we will come back and discuss. Okay, here we go. Okay, cool. So that five measure long phrase is accommodating that every fifth sixteenth note polymeter in the right hand. Every fifth sixteenth note 
it, if you take everything out, that is a constant, evenly spaced rhythm. It's a polymeter. It's a polymetric relationship to the 4-4. Four, 4 sixteenth four notes is a quarter note. 5 sixteenth notes is a five-note grouping. When you put those on top of each other, the similar subdivision allows it to be a polymeter. And we're playing the 5-4 to four polymetric relationship in this groove. Okay, now here is the actual exercise. We're going to play the five measure long phrase four times with the downbeat on the ride cymbal, straight into the five measure long phrase four times, the E, same thing again, the and, same thing again, the uh. So 20 measures of downbeat, 20 measures of E, 20 measures of and, 20 measures of uh. Then we go right back and we do half that. So two times through the five measure long phrase. So now 10 measures of and, downbeat, 10 measures of E, 10 measures of and, 10 measures of a. Uh. Then we go back and we do one cycle, one five measure cycle of each, five measures of downbeat, five measures of E, five measures of and, five measures of a. Uh. And then after we've done all of that, then we go and we do a big 20 measure long cycle of the five note grouping. So we're gonna go through that five measure long phrase four times at the end, okay? So basically, the, it's a five measure long phrase. We're gonna play each one four times. And then we're gonna play each one two times, and then each one once, and then we're gonna play a whole 20 measure long phrase with the five note grouping in the hand. Okay, you're gonna see the music, follow along, it will make sense, join along if you can, and ultimately you should be playing along with me. That's the only way to do this. That's the only way to get better is to actually do the work. You can't just watch a video and imagine yourself doing it. Trust me, you have to sit down and physically move your body and do it for this extended amount of time to start building muscle memory. Now, with my students in drum mantra, I will ha have them do eight repetitions and then four and then two and then one and then a big eight cycle phrase of the five. So they're doing 40 measures of each and then 20 measures of each, and then 10 measures of each, it's a lot longer. But this is, will give you a good example and a good feel of what it feels like to start developing muscle memory through rhythmic repetition. Okay, here's the entire exercise. Enjoy.
Okay, great. Hopefully you understand what's going on. Maybe you've played along, maybe you plan to play along. If you plan to play along, make sure you follow through and actually do it, okay? This is a great exercise. It develops time, it develops your groove, it develops your understanding of note placement in the 16th note field. There's a lot of great things happening here. It starts to develop your strength and your legs, especially your left foot. So cross-training drum exercises that take care of a lot of things is kind of the goal of a good exercise. Something that's working your muscles, something that's working your consistency, something that's working your understanding of more complex concepts, more rhythmic concepts. Okay, enjoy, until next time, happy practicing. Make sure to subscribe if you haven't yet, and I'll see you soon. Take care. All right, I hope you enjoyed that exercise. I really, really, really hope that you go back and work on the exercise. Please, for yourself, for me, work through the exercise. Make sure you can do it. It's not a hard exercise. It's very simple. The challenge is knowing where you are, keeping your place, being consistent. These are philosophical concepts. The drumming part is not that hard. Well, the, the final exercise might be kind of hard. The, the five over four if you've never done that before. But the concept of it is very simple. The challenge is in the concentration. It's the mental aspect that's the hardest part. Don't forget that. It's not the drumming. It's usually not the drumming. It's the mental part that gets you hung up. If you want to go deeper with these things, I have a free masterclass called Five exercises guaranteed to make you a better drummer. You can go to drummantra.com and you can sign up and get that free masterclass. It's about an hour, 70 minutes long of exercises that you just literally sit down and play along with as I guide you through them. I promise you, it will change the way you think. It will change the way you play. All right, thanks so much. I hope you have a great one. I look forward to talking to you again soon. Take care. Thank you so much for listening to the Drum Mantra Podcast. Your time and attention is much appreciated. I would love it if you went to the iTunes store and left a rating. And please share this with anybody that you think would like to go deeper with their practice. Take care.